Welcome to Red Cup. Red Cup. Red Cup. <laughs> I'm, M- I'm MVIN. And y'all know me as your boy, Nat Ochocinco. And uh, as you see, once again, Missy is not here with us. Fortunately, not unfortunately. She's having a good time living her best Hello. life. But we are here at Red Cup LA Lounge. You guys see the familiar setting, the cigar lounge. Uh, how, how does uh, Larry say? Inglewood. Inglewood. So hopefully Larry will be by. We know it's one of your favorite go- guests. But filling in for E. Missy K to make sure that Marvin and I, MVIN and I, uh, stay, keep it together. We have G-Line here. Dang. Wonderful G-Line who does her own radio like... show, comes on, talks, travels around. Um, she may have a little story about some things she's experienced. And straight from L.A. Lounge, we have Vion. Vion in the house. All right, that y'all. That would be me. Yeah. So, Let me tell you Ow. something, Vion. When you walked out the door first, some guy asked you, what's your name? I thought you said Peon. So I thought you were calling him a Peon. And I'm like, because <laughs> <laughs> you said your name twice. And, you, and, then, and then he was like, and he's like, what? And she said Vion. And I was like, oh, okay. She said Vion. And then she walked in and be like, who is here? And I'm like, <laughs> um, are you men? Like, what are you trying to say? Yeah. Like, I don't know, you guys. And your mind, you was <laughs> probably like, like <laughs> v- you was probably like, Vion, disrespectful already. Right, Vion show up and ask you who is here. I'm like, oh, okay. Why are you sober at the time? I, I was clear and sober. I oh, mean, okay. I, I was like, uh, okay. I was, I was scared. I was like, <laughs> right. I was, was a bit, like, I was a bit aggressive. Me, like, who are you? I was a bit aggressive. I was a bit aggressive. Well, was. She is a beautiful, wonderful spirit. <laughs> well, let's her. let's figure out what's in these cups today. You already know how we're doing Red, pod, uh, Red Cup Podcast. It's a show where we share the same hue but got different views. Because what's in my cup may not be what's in your cup, but that don't mean we can't talk about it. So, MVIN, let's talk about it. it. You see how he said it really fast? Mm-hmm. Okay. And my cup is delicious right now. That's why I got I love it. He hates the opening. We'll tell you that at break. But anyway, so MVIN. There's a lot that's happened this week. G-Line, Vian, there's a lot that happened this week. One thing that's been in my cup that we talked about. Hey, you can follow us on uh, social media. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Facebook. YouTube, Red Cup Podcast. Just put in Red Cup Podcast. And you can keep up to everything that we're talking about or suggest things we want to talk about. But one thing I know we got into was uh, this the guy I- doing the whole thing like he's doing a mixtape. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I feel like Harry DJ Crew right now. That's how do you drop the bomb? How do you drop it? How do you drop the bomb? His name is today. Hey, Missy ain't here. I gotta cover everything she was saying. Drop the damn mic. See what happens when you're not here, Missy. It takes us forever to get in the conversation. Yeah, it's your fault. But um, no. So. This week, uh, we already know Donald Trump uh, has oh, gone Lord. zip damn crazy. Oh, Lord. Um, what, what he ain't? True. <laughs> but the question we have here is a spin on it is the idea, like, Marvin, I want to go back to something you said a long time ago in BIN, where you talked about America finally elected their first black president in Donald Trump. Now, a lot of people <laughs> didn't understand what you were saying in that. But I think you should pour out that cup and relate what you're saying as his ambulance rolls by. What yeah. was in your cup on that? Inglewood. 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 Yeah, I got a taste of Inglewood. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. so why did I say it was the first black president? Yeah. All right, I'll be. He pretty much did what I'm used to. I mean, growing up in Africa, I'm, I'm, I'm already used to dictators coming in in power in some strange version, you know, we call it bribery, you guys call it gerrymandering, you know. <laughs> you know and, what? They call it bribery here. Lobbying. We call, oh, it, oh, we call it lobbying here. Yeah. 
we call it lobbying. In Africa, it's called bribery. Rigging Rigging and gerrymandering. Yeah, there it goes. So, you know, they call it the power. The first thing they do is put out put in the power with their family. First thing, I was, I was like, see, right there, he African right there. He gets into the White House, puts his mama, um, his wife, right, his daughter, they're in charge of shit that don't really, he just put them in. Just do whatever he wants, wakes up in the morning, invite people in. And well, his shit. For me, it was yeah, just like, shit. it's normal. That's, so, what I, that's what I see, that's what I use. Talking about him the next media. movie he's gonna do is trying to change the constitution, and that's why I'm gonna be like, nah, yeah, you are really African right there. So this is, okay, so. You gonna you, make the White House black? <laughs> here's right. the, okay, so, but here's the, here's the thing, okay. I always say blacks in America, we come from this place where, you know, we went through a dictatorship. It was called COINTELPRO, the Reagan, Reagan administration, right. to an extent the Clinton administration. And we kind of started softening up during Bush, but Bush is just said, pretty much said, forget you. Hold up, real quick. What's the Kennedy years good? Well, they killed him, so. I guess he was the last <laughs> president. There you go. But anyway. Yeah. So, I mean, he was assassinated. May he rest in peace. But here's, like, I always look at, like, from Africans and especially black Americans, we take this with a grain of salt. Like, well, we, we, we knew it. this nigga was going to do this. Right. Why are y'all surprised? Right. Well, when Hello. you said you knew he was going to do this, I, what you mean? Like, were you expecting him to start? Because most of the stuff that he's doing, we were thinking Obama would have been doing that. Well, I, I thought no, Obama would have become. No, that's what was being said. Like, okay, oh, he's going to come okay. in and he's going to bring his pocket. We all in. knew that was a smoke screen because when Bush came, he came in to fuck up shit on purpose. We knew that. And then when we was about to lose hope and we was about to wild out, they brought in a black person to gain back our trust again. And up here be like, yay, you know what I'm saying? Now they got us in their hands. Oh, and of yeah. course, with a black person as president, that's when they're going to do the most damage because our guard is down. Now they brought in this boy, you know what I'm saying, who don't know nothing about no suffering. <laughs> he don't know nothing about it. Right. All I, like, know about I like what he says. And he keeps his word what he says because he feel like he can just do what he wants. And hey, so honestly, he was the first honest president because he really was. So you think about, he was the first honest president? Yeah, he is ah, who he is. Here we go. We'll see your he cop. He is who he is. We'll see your but, cop. But, but Whether you love him or not, he is who he is. So, so the first honest president, like, told me because he did. I want to be clear. You, you're saying the first honest president was Barack Obama. No, no he I'm said the first Trump. honest president. Oh, was Trump, Trump is the first. Trump. The first, so Trump is the first honest African president that America has had, is what we say. In so many words, because he <laughs> came in and legitimately said he was going to do what he was going to do, and he is who he is, and he kept it like that. He didn't say and promise us some things, and it changed up once he was in office. So is he still grabbing him by the pussy? I believe more president so. doesn't do that. I, I, I think he, he got more pussy I mean, now. Look, listen. <laughs> you know, the funny thing about that grabbing by the pussy, it, it, it's so, I don't know, it's the idea that it's like, because it's Trump, it's bad. Kennedy did the exact same thing. He was sharing the bitch with a brother. And he went and turned to be president. That was Marilyn Monroe, yeah. right? Yeah. And he I heard that was his cousin, but hey. Well, and he ended up being the president. Mm -hmm. You know, um, what's his name? Bill Clinton did the same thing, too. He had somebody doing a blood job <laughs> in, the real, office. in the Oval Office. In the real stuff, both of them got where they was because of their women. Right. It was because of Jackie, um, Jackie Kennedy's prestige and her social likeness that Kennedy was even in office saying Hillary was the one running everything while Clinton there. He was just the face. I'm getting so a history lesson Melania, now. Melania is the one that... Melania got no, Trump no, in no. office? No, <laughs> not at all. Wait, actually, wait. No, that would make not. sense. Isn't she of like Russian descent or something well, like that? That is true. <laughs> hey, you How do you know what you're getting in the White House? Do about this she's from... Um, what's her name again? I'll figure out what she's I from. I forgot what country she's from. Slovenia. She's from Slovenia. Slovenia. Michelle was just a G, so... Right. But I think... What, 
But I think here, in, 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 in drawing, in, like just coming out, I'm looking at this in a sense of when we see these things that happen, I mean, when we come to our community, it's crazy. I mean, I think it's amazing and quite hilarious to see white people fighting white people. Like, it's on a whole nother level now. But when I come to our community and I sit back, we kind of like, okay. why are you surprised? Right. I think because also we are waiting to see. Right now, we are just being left alone. Mm-hmm. Because we, 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 like, he hasn't made any policy touching black people directly. Most of the policy that he has been making is touching Mexicans, Im- immigrants. Immigrants. Illegal immigrants. But he's done with them, he hasn't done us. anything. Watch. If there was like a police brutality that was reported to the same magnitude that it was like during Obama era, and then he says something, then we're going to start acting. Right now, mm-hmm. he hasn't really said anything, you know, that target black people. Yeah, he hasn't done back, anything. NFL? We kick back just watching. We NFL? Well, the, the NFL, NFL thing, but think about that it. whole NFL thing. The, yeah. thing. the NFL thing, yes, he did mention anything, something about the NFL, but it's not, he's right. more talking to the owners. Right, exactly. And it's like, just like, okay, I'm going to use that to get back at you guys. Because right. what people fail to realize, oh, put Trump, that close, put that close Trump, He's not a president. He's a businessman. Exactly. And he is handling his presidency, in my opinion, as a business. As a business. Exactly. Which brought to the so a businessman attack. He's a businessman. He's not a pre- he doesn't have president. Yeah, he does. Yeah, also too, he had a TV show. So right. also too. He's a personality. Right. That's why he gets mad when niggas right. talk stuff about him on social media. Right. He's very sensitive. Right. He is. <laughs> he is. That excuse about him being a businessman makes it seem like because you are used to be a, in a certain environment, you cannot be a president. That's not really something that I use as an excuse. I right. cannot take that as an excuse because Ronald Reagan was an actor. He was an actor. Yeah, he was yeah, an actor, I'm not, stage I'm not, actor. I'm not used to as an excuse. You have Absolutely. That, you and know, he's good at it. Right. He's great at being a businessman. He's shrewd as, at being but a businessman. But doesn't mean he understands people. Right. In, in, in a way, in the diversity of people is right. what I mean. He's, he hasn't been in our shoes. He can care less. He just cares about and, making money from us. Right. But see, that, you're, just, you're touching on something that I actually, <laughs> and NBIN always gets me when I have these, <laughs> Chad has respect for Donald Trump moments. But one area where I do respect Trump is it goes back to what we were talking about where we had discussed this idea that Trump will tell you how he, how he feels to your face. Exactly. So he'll let you know, you know, you don't belong here, I don't like you, yada, yada. Yeah. So you know how to go out. Grab you in the pussy. Um, in regards to these former presidents, <laughs> we had to try to figure out who they were through how they moved. Yep. Right. You know okay. what I'm saying? Like, okay. Trump will tell you, I'm going to deport you. But guess and what? then he'll put it in policy when and try to deport shrewd, you. When that's what you do. So then that's the thing. Are we, is it a good thing that we actually have a real honest president that means what he says and says what he means versus comes in, change things up, but gives us false promises just to get elected? Well, I mean, not that he, I mean, he, I mean, he's on the verge of tearing a whole lot of stuff up. So there's an edge, there's an edge with what you're saying. That's what the problem There's an edge with what you're saying. I will jump what she's saying. I'm actually happy that he's like the way it is. I prefer somebody that is honest. So I know where I, where he stands, and I know where I stand because we had this conversation before. Oh yeah, with the uh, World Cup stuff. The World Cup. Yeah. Okay. So, Touch on this one. So this is a clear example of how I prefer. I was that's actually was going to be one of our subjects. I prefer racism in America versus racism in places like Europe. Okay. The reason why I'm saying that is because I experienced both. Right. And one thing that I appreciate about racist people in America. <laughs> is at least they'll tell me, you know what, 
I don't like you. I don't like you. And I don't want to do anything with exactly. you. Right. Okay. And for so everybody who completely excludes so you. So you appreciate the honesty. The, the reason why I'm saying that is because recently there is a backlash. Um, because as you know, the World Cup is over. France won. And the problem that they have, which is a big deal now, is most of the players in the in the um, in the team are black, and they mm -hmm. are African descent. Yeah, African I mean, African descent. They are first generation French people. Right. So a lot of people feel like, oh, France won, but in reality, black people over there are like, you're only saying France won because now y'all want to take this great moment and make it yours. Right. But when those same people do something else. Y'all turn around and say, oh, look at those immigrants. Look at those Africans. A clear example was the article where I sent you. Uh -huh. There's right now a French guy that is in the MMA, and he's doing great. He was undefeated. When he was undefeated, the newspaper was reporting him as the French rising star. Mm -hmm. He was going for a, a, a game. I don't know when, uh -huh. but 24 hours before the game, 24 hours before the fight, okay. the newspaper actually... Label him as the new face of French boxing. Okay. He went to the fight. He lost. Now All of a sudden, they're like you. the Cameroonian descent. Okay. It's no more French. And right. that's, that's one thing that I, I don't appreciate because racism in those places, when you do something great, all of a sudden, they're like, that's us. Right. That's us. Right. But when all of a sudden something bad, they're like, oh, that's them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They don't really represent us. Mm -hmm. And in America, it's not like that. Yeah, From the get-go, they'll be like, like you. you're not us. <laughs> you're not. Let's get that clear. Let's get that clear. They'll be like, we're not congratulations, but you're still a nigga. Yeah. We're not the same. Doesn't that go with that JC song? Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. exactly. Like, you can build, you can build your path field, right now nigga. to shoot us to the moon. Right. But guess what? You're still a nigga, and I don't like you. We're not the same. Exactly. And that's one thing I'm like, I prefer that. I prefer living in a place where I know this guy don't like me, and right. I know where to stand, versus a place where the guy can speak to my food and be like, huh, welcome to be French for you. Right. <laughs> so then that, has, that begs the question, is it better for us in other countries than here? Do we get treated more like equals or royalty or whatever because there's black statues in other places, but they're <laughs> not here? Or is it just the same, just a different way of disguising it? A lot of people would tell you, like, example, I, I, I have a lot of friends that are always having that debate. Like, okay, you guys Africans are making it seem like we should all go back to Africa. Yes. The only reason why right now Africa may not be the best place is because what? We don't have, um, we don't have money power. And the thing is, black Americans here have the luxury to have resources and funds. It may not look a lot, but we have purchasing power. We have money. We do have money. Yes, we're broke, but we do have money compared to other countries. So us going, we all, first of all, we get the land where we can all say it's us. Yes. Versus being here where we have to fight for the few that we have. When you have a white man say, uh, no, you came to a ship. I own this place. Right. Mm -hmm. Welfare. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> see, see, there's already this. There's Hello. already that part. Because one of my friends was like, oh, but if I go to Africa, like even in the movie Black Panther, they were like, there was one scene where the guy said, okay, when, you go, when you're going to go there, they're going to say you're lost. And a lot of people understood, like, okay, they're going to reject me. But no. A lot of Americans that actually go to Africa will tell you, when you're there, you don't experience racism between black people. Right. They're like, we're all black. You open your mouth, they're like, you're American. Oh, okay, good. Now, whatever you do after that, that's where they're like, okay, you can't do this here. Because <laughs> right. Americans have the tendency to go to other countries and be like, 
we need to bring America here. Right. No, 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 That's not happening today. No, not here. We cool, but don't bring that shit here. Right. Well, I mean, that goes to say, I think, like, I mean, we don't like, okay, I don't like Trump personally. I respect the fact that he comes out says, is he somebody I, I would want my son or daughter to look up to and uh, use as a, I would use as an example of what not to do when you're in a diplomatic situation, which separates him from being a business. Like, it's a totally different thing when it comes to diplomacy and running a business. Uh, right. But the history of what he's done, I think, for our communities, and I, and I want to share this in a sense of saying, we knew... It's like we kind of knew <laughs> there's the, nothing he can do can surprise us. But here's the thing. Did he really make it or was it red? Because let's be honest. In America, they would still choose, my bad, a nigga like Trump, then to have a woman in office. And I'll be honest. Right. This is the most yeah. sexist country in, in, in like ever. You got oh, places no, that's no. finally. That's nah, I'm sorry. No, no, no. You know what? No, no, no. I'm going to take that back. You're right. There are. But I'm just saying, really, when it comes down to it, they'll allow a black man in faster than they allow a woman. Even nah. she got the best views in the world. Nah, because I think if Michelle Obama had ran, she would have won. They would have rigged it, just like they always do. Well, I mean, uh, we are... We, it's we, not rigged. It's gerrymandering. It's gerrymandering and lobbying. It's gerrymandering <laughs> and lobbying. Oh, my bad. Let's, let's, let's keep it nice. Let's keep We're going to take it to a break, break, but I did want to say, we if Michelle Obama had ran, we she, she would have won. And we got Kamala Harris, who's getting ready and prepared to run for president, too. So I'm very looking forward looking for that. Yes. But right now, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Red Cup TV. Okay. And we are back. And we are back. The Red Cup Podcast. So, Jilan. Yes, sir. You got something in your cup. Yes, I do. All right, all right. Well, you know what? Tell us a little bit about yourself, Jilan. Yeah. Oh, you want to know about me? Yeah, tell, know tell us about where the people can find you, what you do. Y'all want to know what's in my cup, You huh? know, we, we got to go there. Okay, so basically, um, yeah, I, I kind of get my, my hand all in the cookie jar when it comes to creativity and social media. I mean, not social media. Oh, Lord. Media. Lord. Um, I do television, <laughs> radio. Did you just come out of Snoop's... Uh, did you come out of Snoop's tent? It's starting to today? feel like that right now, uh, okay, man. Okay, okay. That's, that's that red cup. She, she that's that red like, cup. She got that. Is it it's the red like, cup or a Snoop's tent? Then you came out that. Uh, you came it's out. the red cup. Say it's the red cup. Say it's the red cup. Basically, you know, um, I'm mostly in the independent world. You know, we want to bring that up. But um, I'm a radio personality. I'm a host. I coordinate events. Um, we also coordinate and create television content as well uh, for two new streaming um platforms that's coming out um we basically do everything um we're on regular radio as well as on online um the radio show man you um, are a busy you busy lady we do i do back where do you singing. sleep huh when do you sleep it's no time for sleep but mm -hmm. i do get it in because i love to dream but well, um i do backup singing for randy Rhodes, remember tour with you know quiet riot and rose stones etc etc so you know like why limit yourself okay she's well, every she's every woman yeah everyone she's yeah, everyone right. so you know I what love my ladies you 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 got something you want to bring the red cup go, go ahead exactly and, let us know and we're right gonna now. get more on a spiritual standpoint Damn. she put on the cell phone she put a cell phone bro um, are you pulling bible verses i'm starting to hey i'm sweating Oh, in Leviticus. Um, no, let me go. Hey, he's <laughs> hey Leviticus. Leviticus right? <laughs> <laughs> Leviticus? That's the cards ever. Um, <laughs> basically, I want to know, has society been built to keep black people from getting to the truth? 
And if so, what do we believe is true outside of what we know as facts, such as religion, which is a big one? Which one is the right one? And uh, when everyone believes theirs is the right one, which one, you know, is the truth? Or in actuality, or is it all a blend of the same thing, which is the names changed in different climaxes? You just done got us, and we about to have... This segment may be a little bit longer you, than you yes. fucked up so I many mean, people. <laughs> Yeah, looking at the show, be like, so let me get, let me, okay, let me just break it up. So you're basically, your 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 question is, it's a has religion has religion helped back the black community? But in a sense, is all the religions we're looking at kind of blended, or are they really that separate? Like basically, it's a divide and conquer. Has they used religion from keeping us from the truth? And really, is it really just one big ass truth? But they divide up in different religions to keep us. I feel us like I feel like you telling us right divide. now. Go ahead on. Well, I, I'm just, you know, I want to know y'all. Point of view. Oh, I, you I, I know already got mine. You want to know in our cup on this? Yes, I do. All right. You, it's how you, uh, you start first. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's delicious, though, hey? Uh, I, would, I, would, I would be like this. Uh, I come from a place where, from my background in studying, uh, studying history, studying religion, black people are the truth. And we've always kind of held the truth. Um, and there's two sections in religion, religious history that you be, you're able to really seek out that truth. One is uh, Eastern philosophy. So if you even go into Asian culture and a lot of the right. things that they believe philo- uh, philosophically wise. And then when you go into Africa, when you look at things like the, the individual who was called Jesus in the Bible. And the reason why I say the individual is because you can go to almost every religious sect. And there is a cre- there is exactly. a one a creation store and a savior store. Exactly. You can go to Kemet right now, which you call Egypt, and on the walls yep. are stories yep. of somebody who comes back. So I always looked at yeah, religion. Like the concept of Jesus is pretty much in every culture. Yeah, the, con- the concept of Jesus, but through King James, Roman Catholic Church, Crusaders, and all those other things, yep. a lot of them learned from Africa. Exactly. We it's, it's pretty much fact that it, it was shown when. When uh, Mary and Joseph were asked to move, remove Jesus to protect him, they sent him to Africa to go Egypt, study. Exactly. So when I when I look at religious philosophy, I say this: one, I see more connection than I see divide, and then two, I, I, connection it, to who? Uh, connection as far as how they're blended. Because okay, okay. you see a lot of overlap in them. Okay, you see a yeah, lot of overlap in philosophies and principles. And the further we go back, the more you see, I see, that a lot of them are connected. And then two, when it comes to like the divide and conquer thing, I mean, the Bible says my people my people die from a lack of knowledge. Right. Perish so, so in that, this is why it's important where you see more similarities than you see differences. Like this is the big thing about our show. When we attack a lot of the xenophobia or the differences between Africans and black Americans, we're attacking that mode of saying we come and we judge each other, but at the same time, we have more in common than we have right. difference. And that's why I feel religion comes in because it also says in the scriptures that let those who have eyes see and let those who have ears hear. So at the same time, unless you actually have that foresight, you'll see this man, there's been more wars caused on religion. I mean, Christianity itself has what over what two thousand divisions itself. Yeah. You have a Baptist, you know, Pentecostal, whatever, uh, a Catholic, Pentecostal, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, um, a Catholic, apostolic, uh, apostolic, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Battling over the littlest thing to say, mine's is right, yours is. Well, let me ask you this: If you don't have, okay, and what, we would divide ourselves just based off of that. Let me ask you this: together. You were raised. I'm, I'm assuming you were raised in a religious house. I relate. Yes, I was. Okay, what 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 sect was that? Was it Baptist? Mine's was it Adventist? Was, was it Christian? Jehovah Witness? Non-denominational Christian. Oh, okay. So yeah, you was raised in okay. kind of like but the, I'm not a Christian. I, I, what what a lot of people would call, call the charismatic church. But I'm not a Christian anymore. I, I, More of a Kajic. I, I called it those kind of uh, 
places, non-denominational. Non-denominational. Jesus sent me. But Usually, how, they have how, a revelation. How can this be Jesus, which I was even created until 400 years later? It's, it's stuff like this, and that's why I'm like, now I'm a disciple of truth. You know, I'm a truth right. seeker. You know, right. all I want is the truth. You know what I mean? We know a lot of things have been filtered out. We know a lot of things have been derived from something else, and then they just put, you know, even the best person will tell you the best lie in the world has to use the truth first. So mm -hmm. while they take it from this, this, and this, they did take it from us. Well, but also they used it against us, put their own twist and spin on it, and now they make us believe that they're also the savior while they're also our captain. But I also think we got to start paying attention where we where we're getting our information from. Exactly. Because it was a lot of faith that got us through the civil rights movement. No, no, no. I'm it not was, talking about faith or spirituality. I'm talking about who do you believe do you in and believe? who's the face and image behind it. Why are we so divided over something that's not for us to divide in? I have a, I'm a pass that one. I have I have a different perspective perspective because first thing is Af when Africa was discovered religion was the excuse that was used to discover Africa they were basically saying you know what Jesus said let's go ahead and spread the word so the first people that actually settled in Africa not settled but discover Africa Yay. was based on the fact that they wanted to spread the good the truth. The truth. you discovered some people that was already there yeah exactly <laughs> you find out that somebody's in the house you not discover the house but, uh, but even speaking of that but, when they taught and they brought the slaves over on the so-called Amistad which is still even debating if that was even true enough there's a lot of Africans that said that wasn't even real and even when it happened in 70 AD you where the Israelites went to Africa to um, run away from persecution of the Romans, See, then they were saying that a lot of times they already knew who we were, that we were different from the Africans, and that we were brought in by the shot. about to get her a microphone and, and, and put her and, out on the corner and grab no, 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 all the cards. No, no, no. She said something. We about to go ahead. She said something that is actually interesting. She said when the Israelites, and right. I actually uh, have a problem with those Israelites. Well, I have a problem with these Israelites but, out here too. But because... Because I feel like they are doing exactly what you're talking they about. Are. Using they are. part of the truth. Yes. And, basic, and, and, and basically, it's been used in every denomination. They use part of the truth, and then they just use it for their own purpose. Their own purpose, exactly. So, like, example, the concept of, like I told you, every culture had the concept of Jesus. We mm -hmm. had multiple stories yeah, in multiple. Africa that is considered myth. See, when it's white people, it's mythology. But when it's black people, it's witchcraft and pagan. sorcery Ooh. and pagan. But yeah. we had actually a lot of mythology that had the same concept as Jesus. I mean, in Egypt, you have Osiris and you have Ra and Ra, you have this. Yeah. And it's the same concept. In Southern Africa, you got Sudiata Keita. It's, it's the mm -hmm. same concept. So when white people came in, it was like, oh, okay, we're all doing the same thing, but guess what? We're going to tell you about something, Jesus. And put a spin on it, put a new face on and it. I think, and I think what happened is basically... Every culture, because they have the concept of Jesus, wanted to portray their savior yep. as their image. So what happens is when you get to Africa and now you are over here trying to dominate the place, you need to bring the savior, whatever religion is, to be your image. So in so many words, basically the concept is they understand spirituality, they understand how to use energy and frequencies to control people, and they also know that the first and the only thing that's never been changed is that which is in the heavens. Yeah. So guess what? Even the story of the heavens, the constellations, which, which you can call the 12 tribes, and also, you know what I mean, which they study, because even back then, you know, the oldest people um, in Africa, they were astrologers. You know what I mean? They understood mm -hmm. astronomy. Even the scriptures, it tells you, they were the ones that... Um, we're the ones seeking for Christ in the first place, who we call Christ. Okay. You know, with hell. So the Let thing me, is, basically, I'm saying we need to go back to that and stop listening to what's down here. So, and, and I, I have to turn it to you. 
I have to turn it to you. The only thing I will mention is you cannot really blame people for what they believe because right. no, it, it's based on your situation. Like right now, religion like Christianity is a big boom in We've Africa. We've been conditioned or, in so many ways. Right. Yeah, yeah, but like in a place like Southern America or Africa, those places are Christianity is striving there because people have nothing to lose. They want to believe in something. Mm-hmm. And when you are dominated by some other culture and they tell you this is the right way, right. you're going to tend to believe that this is the right but way. But all I'm saying is how much more powerful will we be if we actually believed, because there's nothing wrong with belief, there's nothing wrong with faith. We're supposed to have that. If we believed in the literal truth, if we got back our power in that which we actually lost. Well, you believe, but again, you got you to gotta make sure those people, it's like denying right now that their current state. Think about it. Right now, a lot of people are sticking religion because it's what they know. It's the well, only no, no. thing. They I'm know. saying that, of okay. course, because you have to renew your mind. Okay. I'm, I'm saying, exactly. but also renew you have mind. to have a desire too, because it's gonna be a lot of people who don't even want to do it. They they just like what's comfortable. Okay, you know? so wait, because I gotta bring you into this. Yeah. Because I've been sitting here watching. I've been free. watching your facial expressions <laughs> and your responses. So, like, Wait, is this, this, yeah. No. Yeah. It's just, no, 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 no. This is just amazing because you know. Um, between us, um, I'm from a different generation. Yeah. So what I know, what I believe, what I was taught, what I learned um, is pretty much um, old school. Yeah. Right. Old school. So to sit here, first of all, I'm just amazed that, you know, at you guys' um, thought process on religion, spirituality, truth. Um, I think it's great. I think it's a wonderful thing because I do agree to uh, to you both uh, in, in, in lack of a better uh, uh, saying, some of the things you said, yeah. some of the things you said, yeah. that a lot of what we believe or what I believed, believed, ED, past tense, because I'm coming <laughs> into my own whatever, right, right. is based on what I was taught. Yeah. Right. And a lot, as he said, a lot of what they were taught was based on looking for a way out, right. looking for a savior, needing yeah. something to, to hold them together emotionally. Right. Yep. Yeah. Emotionally. Right. So it was this savior, and I'm not. To, I'm not saying that I don't believe, and I'm not, I'm not saying that I do believe. I'm just saying that a lot of it comes from needing something to hold on to. Yep. Exactly. And that's what it was. It right. came from that of needing something to hold on to. But as I, be, as I began to understand life and learn things and seek out truth, as you say, then there are a lot of things that we were, first of all, we were already born with the truth in us. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Right. It was it's already in us. Exactly. Yeah, okay. But we kind of conditioned But because we were not taught truth, you know, I just right. learned energy maybe five years ago. Yeah, crystals, energy, all that. No, 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 just not even crystals. I'm just saying the the human energy. Yep. Human energy. Oh, no, that's real. I just learned about energy. You understand what I'm saying to you? So our energy alone will guide and direct us. Exactly. Exactly. You know what I mean? But but coming from, again, the old school, you know, they tell us let the word guide you, let Jesus guide you, but it's already innated in us. Exactly. It's already there. So this is uh, this would this would be my question to you, Jilan. When you say, and you're gonna go to a break up. Yeah. So I'm gonna let you, and then I'm gonna wrap, we're gonna go into a quick break. Okay. But when you say it holds us back, I'm I'm looking I I look at spirituality, energy, faith, and what you believe in something bigger than yourself mm-hmm. has propelled us into a place to want to fight forward. Mm-hmm. Now, when you say it's held us back, 
it, or like you said, like with the the wars that have been caused well, in religion, I always religion. ask, are those are those? But even within religion, was that the religion itself, or was that those the people who were perpetuating the religion to control the sect? I say it's both because the fact is the message they were bringing was still diluted. You know what I mean? And also too, it was the people. They were using it as their ways to justify that God said we're supposed to do this. You know, even when you look at even Harriet Tubman, even when you look at Martin Luther King and Malcolm X, you know what I mean? Harriet Tubman, they already understood the constellation of stars. That's why we're the only people of everybody that had everything stripped from us, mm -hmm. from our names, our, our natural language, you know, everything about us, because we already knew the truth. We knew how to navigate by the stars. We knew spirituality. Right. We were already the strongest of people. Even when it comes to dissecting the success, our penal glands are bigger than anybody else's. Our spirits are strong. So they had to break us down. Uh, Malcolm X and Martin Luther King. Martin Luther King, before he even realized what he was doing, even though he was uh, speaking truth, I mean, he was speaking truth and peace, at the same time, they were using him as a catalyst to keep us from fighting back. Where Malcolm X was more radical, but also he was bringing truth to say we need to come together at the yeah. end. So when they realized this, they were like, you know what? We're going to have to divert them. So with this being said, yes. But who is they? The power. See, this the, is the, the problem. The powers but, that be I mean, that want to keep why, us in the box this, in this, this world. This, but this is why I challenge these kind of conversations because... I, I'm questioning the difference between us looking at the, they as the if powers, we're giving them the power, power and looking this. at how we control ourselves when we go well, out. Well, you're right. The first thing we have to learn to do is control ourselves. You can control yourself. You control the world. You know what I mean? But the first thing you have to master yourself. Mm -hmm. But I'm saying, though, with so much diversion, when you're looking at television, radio, do you really have anything that's really mostly trying to bring us up to get us back to where we need to are? Is it trying to keep us down and keep us at the lowest image? Let's hold that question. We're going to take a quick break. I think we can actually, we'll, we'll talk about that. Red Cup TV, we'll be right back. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and we, we are, back. are back. Red Cup. Once again. Once again. Red Cup. Yeah. Hey. I'm MVIN. We got MVIN, not Ocho Seco, G-Line, Vion. And you know what? This is such a great conversation. We just going to hop right into it. So, uh, G-Line, go ahead and tell us what you're going to get us fired up again. Oh, you know, going get... back to the phone, y'all. You know I had it ready. You know, every time that you get back to the phone, I'm going to be like, what's she going to hit us with? <laughs> That's like, a mighty phone over there. there. And like, your subject, I know, like, one question. Like, what do you think? It's like a whole Bible verse. And I'm like... You can't put it sometimes in the Bible. All right, go ahead, go ahead. Wait, 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 wait. Let me... <laughs> and it's not a, it's not a cigarella. See, see my, the cigar knew that you're gonna ask a question. You like, remember me and then. Okay, let's go. Why are women, particularly black women, degraded the most and the most hated amongst their own women and men, but the most desired? So basically, what I'm asking is, why are particularly black women are the most degraded in society and also the most hated amongst even their own men and women, okay. but also the most desired and wanted? When, when, when you okay, when you say hated, what you mean like most talked about in a bad way? I'm talking about when you look on television, when you okay. listen on radio, when you even look in going to religious segments. Yeah, we are just put into a box. We are up here stripped, degraded. We are put down for being strong, even though we came from slavery, just like the black men. So we had to be strong. And then you hear a lot of black men saying they can't stand black women because they have attitudes or they do this, that, and the other, but they want another oh, woman another, another race. <laughs> you, she know? just introduced a but whole yet, other subject. But yet, at the same time, everybody wants to be us. They want our lips. They want our butt. They want our boobs. They want this. They want our color. You know what I mean? So why are we so hated but so wanted at the same time? Well, I'm going to let 
Let me let Vion go before the men speak. Oh, wow. Uh, Vion, I want you to do a sister. Black <laughs> sister, women. talk to me, please. Um, we're strong. We're strong. We're not easily deterred if we know who we are. If we know, and you know, for black men, I think it is for them being reminded of their moms, especially okay. if they were raised by their moms. They don't want their mama no more. So I, 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 I'll, I'll take it here. <laughs> uh, Come on. Imitation is the best form of flattery. So on the sense of why are I, you see black women being imitated and leading that, I think because there's a lot of women who want to duplicate the hair, the skin, the swag, the personality, the charisma, the strength. In regards to black women also being in a position of, I think, being attacked, it's be, it comes from the strength. We come from, we just got off the topic about religion and faith, right? There's a reason why even in the Holy Scriptures, which we call the Bible, you really don't even hear women talked about. So in a social norm, women are supposed to quote unquote stay in their place. You ain't putting no black woman in her place. She, she don't say have a place. She, no. And like you just said, being raised, I was raised in a single mother house. I was raised with nothing but women. My mom, my aunt, my sisters, uh, dad wasn't there. But at the same time, I got, I would say I have my nurturing, like maybe patient side right. from my mother. Right. The strength of my fight, because my auntie had a huge influence on me, it came from her. Mm -hmm. Okay, she was in motorcycle clubs, ran pubs, <laughs> right. worked two, right. three jobs, right. um, and she would fight you at any given moment. I mean, yeah. hell, my auntie used to always teach me, you know, if somebody don't like what you say, tell them to have a coke and a motherfucking smile and Ooh, get on their own that's way. That's it, that's it. And that's how she raised me as far as how I interact, in, <laughs> as MVIN and I know, and the team of Red Cup know, sometimes it's a good thing, it's a good way it's expressed, sometimes it's a really bad way right. it's expressed. So when we say we're most desired, I also want to point out something too. Because we look at black women in that way, but also say this. When you look at black women, most educated, most decorated, around the world, this is above Asian men, Asian women, white men, white women, black women in general are the most educated based on degrees, businesses, all that other stuff in the world. But then when you look at black men, we are the highest population to be in jail. But we all came from the same community. Right. So when you kind of like when you go back to the systematic order of breaking down a family and now you got now you got a lot of us young black men who still have a boyish mentality and we're approaching strong, intelligent black women who may want to connect with us. But in a way, a lot of these black men are still immature, absolutely very ignorant and not in a position to approach but at, a strong black woman. But at the same time, though, we're also taught in our own societies to hate ourselves. That's why you see a lot of black women where they feel like they have to put on wigs. They feel like they have to look a certain way, act a certain way to be accepted in society. But also, too, even going backwards, I you know, when a, we wasn't in a position of power. I think that's the process. You know, <clears throat> this is funny because um, to answer your question, why are black women uh, the most, that can, the people that can offer most and people want to copy it? Let's be honest. Like me, black women have a lot more than other races. Like, multifaceted. Like, I mean, think, I'll, I like I'll be honest. Think about that. The ass. <laughs> just, just a black woman. The booties. The booty comes. The booty. The booty comes the in different shape. The legs. Uh, the, look at how Al is actually shaped. It comes in different shapes. The and, bronze that and, hits their skin when the sun and, come out. 
among all cultures, when I say cultures, all races, you see that it's, it's where you have the most diversity. Right. Like, black women comes in every shape versus other race where it, 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 it doesn't come necessarily in every shape. They pretty much have the same, I would say, the same mm -hmm. structure. I think it's greater than just even what you see. Mm -hmm. No, I, I'm just... You, I'm, no, no, no. I'm, I'm saying, it's, it's, what about her finesse? Well, th that's that's also what I'm trying you know to point what I mean? out. However, the reason why I'm I'm trying to point out, like, example, the physical aspect aspect aspect, aspect. is mm -hmm. to show how why they have been copied because other cultures that cannot do that. Like, example, with you mentioned with the lips, black women are versatile with the lips. Like, example, lipstick. The simple idea of lipstick. You know why lipstick was actually invented? It's because white people did not have thick lips. Right. So in order for them to be to, uh, to actually mark the lips, they, they have had to, to enhance they it. They have to that enhance it. Black women already have it from the get go. Right. Yeah. When I see right. white women in, with no lips, it kind of so, like how y'all do so that. All, so all of that, all of that is so all you gonna do with is, those? Um, <laughs> all of that out of place. Why they've been copied now? Why they've been hated? That's another thing. Yeah. Like you mentioned, why they're putting the weaves? That has nothing to do with. Um, us hating it is more about how they were raised because actually, guess what? Oh, well, well actually, what I was gonna say was this. You know what I mean? We, we understand about the physical because we was always called exotic. We was always mm -hmm. called sexual. Even in the beginning, they would you know act you know, yeah. um, you know bring out our you know physical voluptuousness and all that other stuff. What I'm saying is this basically in so many words. Uh, even the scriptures. If you want to go to scriptures or whatever or religion, if we were the first people on earth, then the first people, the first mother on earth was black. So, in so many words, from the other races being derived, it had to come from us. But I'm saying it's this. Why is there so much hate, even amongst what they're being taught, that with Trim Crow or anything else, we're supposed to hate one another, you know what I mean? And your man is supposed to hate you, and this, that, and the other. What do you mean your man is supposed to hate you? No, 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 that's no, no, what real this is what we're, this is what's taught. It's like, he's going to hate you, he's going to leave you, he's going to leave you for this one. If he becomes successful... <laughs> you know what I mean? But that's men and in general. But 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 I think that's I, not I think, that's not that's not wait, owned wait, wait, by a, a certain wait, segment. Wait, for the longest time we've been taught if you ain't got you know stringy long hair, if you ain't this type of color, if you ain't this, you ain't that, then you will nobody. Well, even amongst each other. That's why I was going to point out that is something that is taught here. Yeah. Uh, in Africa, they yeah, and that's what I was going to ask you. Now. Well, the I want only to... reason why, like example, women will wear weaves in Africa is because they're trying to copy what's right. happening here. Done and here. this right. here's was very interesting. So I should say America, right? Right, but NVI, and this is very interesting. We kind of touched on this during the break when we talked about religion. Yeah, a lot of what we're saying that we're doing to ourselves came out of a place of being safe. Uh, Vian and I, we were, we were during the break, we were talking yeah. about a lot of the religious. Um, belief or faith that she was raised in was from a place of being safe. Safe. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of our elders who raised me and their elders who raised them, because we still got grandparents right. that would raise v uh, Vian, and still, I would still go to grandma's house, she got the plastic on the couch, and you come in with that natural hair, and it's like, why your hair look like right. that? Why you and it's like, because they come from a generation where our natural aesthetics were not accepted. Exactly. Now we're coming into a place where the beauty of dark skin and expression and beautiful kinky hair and the different ways we can put it together and go out and dress and is starting to be accepted. Yeah, we Especially have within that. corporate right, America. Right, but you also right. have to see that it's the fact that we are a minority here. Like I mentioned in all the countries, now in Africa a girl with an afro is normal. <laughs> are we really a minority here? Or is that what, just what they feed well, us? Well, that's what has been said. That's what they feed us. That, that, that's what has been said and that's what has been fed to us that we are a minority so because really 
They love us. Oh yes, yeah. think talking. about it. Why, why would somebody? I said, I just, why would somebody like to go under the sun and get a tan to get darker? And, and get here's darker. the deal. But with, yet with you others, come back and be like, I don't know about being black, man. With others, <laughs> it's greater for them than are are what they see yeah. in, in 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 the uh, in the physical. Yeah, it's greater than that for them. They like everything about us. But they like our charm. They like our charisma. They love our energy. Our they love our survival. naturalness. But they love everything about us. But a lot of them are afraid to tell you that, them. And then with us, mm -hmm. we were taught to judge one another. Yeah. And not see the great in each other. So because we were taught to be judgmental, and yeah, pick yeah, and yeah, choose yeah. then what, what that did for us from the beginning all the way down now we look at each other we judge each other yeah. and which makes us dislike each other exactly and yeah. hate each other which means i hate myself yep because i was not free in my being because Going back to the break, yeah, because of our was, parents, our foreparents was, judged us. So now, because I was judged because my hair was was kinky, See? And which is I'm a like, natural occurrence, I need to get it, I need to get it, to get it together. Yeah. So I when get, I straighten my if I hair, get job. right? But it's not even just a job. It's not even a job thing. Mm -hmm. It's it's an identity it's thing. Yeah. It was an identity I thing. Mean, it was not even about a job. Here's a question that I have because it's you like point right out now, the fact he would get a job faster than you. And I know in the community, a black man has to go do something different than a black yeah, woman. Yeah, but yeah. real stuff, you know what I mean? This is the things that we face. But I have a question. I have a question that actually goes to what you said. When you say black women are hated, and although we've been copied, you and I had a conversation before. In that case, if we complain about why we hated and why we copy, why are we pissed when we see other culture copying us? Like example, you got that case of that lady that says she's black. Oh, and Rachel, everybody goes. Rachel Delon. Oh, oh wow. Weird. We don't accept you. Now, We're actually, not black. I, I don't know because I think she really has love for black people. I don't know. I, she I does. Her for, for me, I'm like, no, she I'm does. Like, if she wants to be black, let her be black. If she's doing more for the black community than a black person, hey. Let her be black. No but problem. I some people be like, oh, oh you, no, you're not. Why are you trying to be black? I'm like, is she, because she wants to be black. She wants yeah. a black experience. Right. And, and I come from a different place. Like for me, like example, every time that I hear somebody be like, oh, you're not black, it, it's a little bit like telling them you're not African. That's how, that's how I view it. Mm. And I was in a place where I see white people literally say I'm African. And here it doesn't sound great because when you be like, oh, I'm white, but I'm African, they're like, uh, you mean you're black, right? No, you're not black. No, you're not this. No, mm -hmm. you're not that. And it's like, if they're trying to copy us, it's fine. It's like you said, it's flattery. It's, it's they imitation. They can never really copy us though because they'll never go through what we truly go through. Well, when we're once all, when we're, 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 ah, wait, hold on. I gotta stop. I, I, I gotta stop because when you say what we go through, let, let, give me an understanding of saying what, what do you mean by what the we go through? The struggle that black people go through. You copy us, but you copy you copy only to a certain extent because right, when the, the experience of now of being what you copy it. comes in, then all of a sudden you revert to be like, okay, you know what? I'm black, right. but when this hits a fan, oh, I'm white. And that's what I wanted to point out because when we why we going to judge? I mean, if we if we go back to Africa based on what we what we know, just tribes in Africa, there is a there is a judgment. There's a judgment on based on other. It's not seen as a 
a judgment in a bad way. Yeah. But I mean, we you have certain tribes in Africa that are known for a certain thing. Yeah. You have certain tribes that are known for farming. You have certain tribes yeah. that are known and for that's leadership. Totally different. You have to, right. So that's why I want to go back and say judgment in a sense has all kind of always been part of our DNA, but it was never <laughs> part of our DNA like it is here in this right. country. Yeah. Where it's demeaning and pushing down. Right. So right. so when we come so here and we look point. at and that's why I say, what is it that we're saying we're going through? I mean, like you brought up Rachel and Delanza. You know, they made jokes about, oh, you know, she's trying to be black, but, you know, now she's getting caught on, what was it, where, well, welfare, welfare fraud or something like that? Fraud, and yeah. they associate that with being black. I was watching a representative. <laughs> they, they, and, but then when you look at the statistics of welfare, it's not the majority of people in welfare are white. Exactly. I actually spoke with someone about that. But this is why I try to challenge and question a lot of my brothers and sisters who bring up this argument, saying, what are we looking to? But when you're like, talking what about, are we paying attention to? When you're talking to? about you know, unjust treatment, when you're talking about police brutality, when you're talking about things that basically trying to leave us out because they know once we take over something, we're going to dominate. When you're talking about things of that subject uh -huh. matter, you know, that only relates to us mainly, that's what I'm referring to. When you're talking about basically trying to build something from nothing, you know what I mean? And uh -huh. making something great and not getting the credit for it. You know what I mean? My thing is, if you're going to say, you know, at the end, you know what I mean? Um, you know, we like love your French skin theme. color. We love your lips. We're going to take it from you, but we're not going to say we took it from you. And this you know is what I mean? Yeah, like, like, like how bra braids, Bugs Braid was something black until somebody else does it. Be like, oh, that's the new trend. And the I'm Kardashians. Like, uh, we were Kim Kardashian came out with braids. I can take it back to Bugs Braid. Bugs Braid braids be popular and I'm like, Bugs and Braid, my, my, my sister huh. were doing that back Yeah, we've been braiding like that for huh. centuries. Right. Okay. Well, they okay. tried, I don't know, again, this is before your time, Bo Derek. If you've ever heard exactly. of her, no. when she wore well, French braids, the first, the first set of French braids, they made it a big deal. And I'm, we were like, We've been with braiding hair. That's what yeah, we do. That's something. When you're black, you need to learn how to do that. You're gonna but see, what that one. means is not really just telling us <laughs> we like you. Yeah, it's true. It is we true. like everything about you. So what we do, we take what you do, we imitate it, now we make it our own. Oh, but it's not yours. Right. Just say we like you. Yeah. We like everything about you. But, that, but they're not they going to do that. Us power and, that and there we go. Then that gives us power. And and see this is, and that's why I go back to what I what, what I was saying earlier. Just the term them giving us power always shakes my core because no one can give you anything. Like it's okay. So it's okay for them to want to be black until I treat you like you are black. I don't even know. What, I mean, I hear I've heard this statement before, but to understand that I'm going to be black until I remind you that you're black. So it's almost like you want to be like me and then make me feel like I'm subordinate to you, but you want to be like me, always let me know. <laughs> I gave you power to even feel like you're even worthy to feel like you're valued when you walk around here just because of my pure essence of when I walk around. Right there. Mm -hmm. So to accept the fact that when we look at, you know, all of these, you know, Corporate structures, because I mean, racism, even though we look at the institution of racism and judgment and segregation and subjugation within this country, yeah. there's a form of that still in Africa. Yeah. So, and what I mean by that, I mean, Marvin can, NBI can go back right now and say, you know, he could be with his people and all that, but when it comes to the power structure, they're colonized by another country. So right. they allow them to do what they and want as are, long as they who, don't power. Who are they colonized by? Oh man! You, <laughs> and 
and NATO. that's and that's and that's where we're NATO. going back to NATO. And these are the things that I'm saying we're going back to. How did it get to this standpoint? This is what I'm saying. In so many words, you can't have power over you. Yes, and about taking your power but at the same time, we have to live in reality. Right now, who are the powers of the world? Well, and how did they get there? I think it was Frederick Douglass that said a famous quote that I always hold dear: "History forgets those that forget themselves." So, and then in the power of Africa, especially in the, in the, the essence of the diaspora, there's something called the Sankofa bird, which is mean, I look back, but I move forward. And in a sense of that, looking back to understand how it started, that's one thing. But going forward and it holding you back, that's another thing. Allowing it to hold you back continues, I think, to cripple a lot of us who okay. get into like this you know, I read, I study, where it's like, now it's like, oh, no, boom, 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 boom. That's what they did. They took this, they took this. Okay, well, so that's okay. their game. Right. So how do we move forward from this and understanding now, we have, well, now we're in a sense of the internet. Now we're in a sense where you have... Right, this is the greatest information age ever. I mean, the greatest information age ever, but the thing is, the greatest quote is, the truth, the truth shall set you free. Right. So right. us coming together, once again, and this is the biggest fear of them all, divide and conquer. A kingdom divided amongst itself cannot prosper. We take over. We always have and we always will. This is their greatest weapon. Well, I will disagree on that. <laughs> because <laughs> I can tell you everything, anything that have well, black people. Well, no, 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 even in general. <laughs> no, There's one thing that unfortunately black people are really good at doing that is once we get to a position where we have power, we divide ourselves. Mm -hmm. Well, that is true too, also. Because, because, like, like you just mentioned, we can come back to a sense and be like, we can do this. But once we are in power, trust me, there will be some division. Although we have the same you. And that's what happened in the beginning. We were all black, and one time it was about tribes, and you know, basically we had divisions just amongst each other. Yep. So it's about now mastering yourself, getting yourself in your mind the right way, so we can come into a good unit where we're supposed to be. So it also, it just comes full circle with so many words. Coming together and coming together right. right. Well, let's take a, let's, let's get ready to take a red cup break. We're going to come <laughs> back. Because you know we can go ahead and turn it. up. Like I, told, like I said in the beginning, these questions she's asked, you can keep us on this for hours. So look, we're going to take a quick break. Red Cup TV will be Ow. right back. And we are back. Red cup. They got me sweating today. I got my cup. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and throw up that question since we just spoke about black women and you opened the subject, the gate. Oh, now, you just spoke about gates. how black women are desired and how at the same time it seems like they are being hated. Recently, I just read an article where Michael B. Jordan was on the yacht and he was having the party, and there were nothing but white women. Let's just say he was on vacation. He was on vacation. Yeah, there was nothing was but white women. Um, we also have the case where we have Dan Donald Glover, which is married to a white lady. Mm -hmm. And one thing that I see is all of a sudden those black women being upset about the fact that how come you black, but you don't give a chance to um, a white? Uh, how how you black? You're a successful black man, but you don't give a you don't give us a chance as black women. And my question is, why do black women do not respect the fact that as a black man, I have preference. I can choose somebody that is blue, white, yellow, or whatever. And if I want to be with somebody that is white and I want to be only with people that are white, that's my choice. 
Well, my thing is this, if you guys don't mind me answering. No, go yeah, ahead. no, go oh, ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. This, this, this question was for y'all. <laughs> go ahead. Because I, I, my thing is this. Uh-huh. If it's love, it's love. I have no problem with you loving whoever you love. My whole thing is about trend. My thing is that basically, um, you know, if that's who Donald Glover loves and that's who Michael J. White loves, that's cool. But you know what? It's not just about black women. Black men do the same thing. Because uh, what's the one who uh, created the uh, Star Wars trilogy? The one that created Star Wars trilogy, um, um, uh, Lucas, Lucas, George Lucas. He's with a black woman, like a mother. Yeah, he, he was a black woman. Oh, what's the Matter name again? The, the other actor, uh, Danny. Um, uh, Robert De Niro. Robert, Robert De Niro. Bodies. And the, you should see the governor of uh, what's it called, New York. Exactly. Right. He was the black woman. And you Gary should Owens. See yeah. The hate yeah. comments that even I see from black men. When it comes to that. And the funny thing really? about it, really. No, 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 even Kerry Washington, even um, Sadana, uh, the actress, Zoe Sadana, uh, Sadana. Sadana Lathan. Sadana Lathan? No, Sadana. No, Zoe Sadana. Zoe Sadana. Yes. There are a lot of very powerful black women that are with white men. And also, you will see the same credibility where you will see the same black men attacking them. A percent oh. they only right? No, look it up. Where they only like, oh, you know, she's only with him because of this, that, and the other. Oh, really? traitor, all this, that, and the other. You know what I mean? So really, it goes both ways. And it's but do you funny. Think, you think is with the same? I mean, pardon me if I say that, but you think it is with the same animosity? I feel because like I, I feel I feel like I feel like to a certain degree, yes and no, because also too like Kevin Hart. Mm -mm. You know what I mean? Or anybody else. You have to ask the question, why did they switch up? Did they switch up after they got famous and they came out the hood or whatever, and now they feel like they big stuff, and now they got their options open? Or is that really who they're in love with? So I think that's where a lot of black women, not all, but a lot of, a lot of them contribute their bitterness to, because it's almost to say, we was down for you when you was right. here. But right. then when you got here, oh, we're not good enough. But then also, too, if you notice, a lot of... Black men feel super empowered when a white woman embracing their black culture and also saying they were a lot of black women. They feel like they could wear their kinky hair. They feel like they could be super, you know, just naturally black Hell when they nah. were a white man. But I do feel, feel like, like it's nah, nah, also because nah. they don't want to deal with all Hell the, the all nah. the things that comes with black Like, example, right now, that you're a powerful black woman, right? And you know how we are interacting right now. And a lot of, in a lot of culture, they might consider this like you'd be really um, oh. a, 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 a too strong. You'd right. be really violent. Right. You know? And maybe he doesn't want to deal with it. Because, like, I dated some white women before. And, you know, when a white woman, the conversation is like, hey, I want you to do this, and this is how it's going to be. And the conversation stops there. But with a black woman, it's more like, I'm not saying all black women does that. But <laughs> you was about you know, to get that yeah. off. Yeah. I'm not saying all black, black women do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know. No, okay, but <laughs> with a vast majority, it's more like, okay, you gonna like example cooking? I'm, I met a white white woman. Oh, do you cook? Oh no, but I can learn. Tell that to a black woman. Can you cook? Can, can you build a house? house? <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, okay. My expectation is for you to cook. What, what, what's what? wrong with that? But they're gonna feel like, oh, you are telling me that I need to be but subjugated. Now, but that go, this whole sub that subject goes deep too. Uh oh, that's that goes deep. This all goes deep. We all have it goes been deep. wounded in some right. way, it, so you have deep. to realize it goes deep. We, it's, were, you we know. were kings and queens before, right? I think you know what I mean? Deep. All of us. I, I think where Marvin, I think let me and let me know if yeah. I'm, I'm wrong, Vi. Where he's coming from is he's seeing a difference in the response to a black man who speak out for his essence, 
and how he is attacked when later on it's found out he may have been engaged with a white woman or another woman compared to a black woman who engages with a white man, that woman can still carry I'm not saying, well, I agree. No, no, no. Women I agree. Really? I agree. Uh-huh. Black women, we can be a bit forceful. But why, girl? Why? We can be a bit aggressive. There's a book about this. It's called oh, uh, Post Traumatic Stress. Yeah. I've got her name. We can be a bit aggressive. <laughs> I've got her name. Somebody, like, Google it. I, I find it. But there's a book. Uh, it's called, the title of it is Post Traumatic Stress Disorder. Yeah. But we can, no, no, no. We can be. All right, is that it? Let me look First of all, let me say at. this. Culturally, yeah, white women were uh, taught to be submissive. Okay. Culturally. Culturally, yeah. They were taught. Yeah. Get the money. Okay, that, that's Be true. Be submissive. That's true. They were taught that. They saw that. We didn't see that. We weren't taught that. And we were down for our man when he was started from the bottom. Now I'm here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we I, were down with him. Because also when you look into everything, like example, during slavery, um, women were the one that was doing the most. So they were empowered Absolutely. to be doing stuff like that. So, no, and we can be, but what men don't understand, because see, what I've learned is in the, I don't like to call it, but the black community, because I'm not a black woman, I'm a melanin woman. <laughs> That's right, girl. I'm, I'm exactly. sorry. I'm not a black woman, I'm a melanin exactly. woman. But what happened was we were not taught to be submissive. We didn't see submissiveness. We saw the black woman or the melanin woman be superwoman. Yeah. Okay, yeah. That's tiring. That's tiring. Yes, it is. Oh, my God. And then not only is it tiring, and then I still don't get what I deserve. Okay, I see what now. You what, follow what, what I'm what saying to you? Exactly. So the, the white woman or other cultures, they, were, they saw submission. They were taught submission. And they were already powerful. And they were given a lifestyle. Yes. Exactly. We weren't. Exactly. So now by the time you meet that black or melanin woman and you ask her can she cook? It's not that she can't. But there's one thing that well, I Well, what did you though. do? Like, it's like, like when, when you were when taught you the whole world is against you and then your man is taken away and you got to hold down the household. You got to hold down everything. Ain't no time for weakness. It's, you know what I mean? You and have that's, to and she's going back to the book I brought up, Post-Traumatic yeah. Slave it, it, it's Syndrome. It's like a lot of yeah. stuff. By Dr. Joy DeGray. But, not yeah, even, but well, you know what? We are still in slavery. Yeah. It's just a different type of slavery. Right. And the same thing. I, like, I disagree with that. Well, I'm just saying, being honest with you. my You know. Right. But what I was going to say is, one thing that I've noticed, and it comes around across board, and I think that's what most female also would argue. When I see a black woman dating a white man, for some reason, submission comes naturally. In most cases, that's that's one of the thing that, they, that that's one of the things that I notice. When every time that I see a black woman dating a white man, for some reason, she has no problem being submissive. You wanna know why? Why? Because she's already dated in a place of power. Let me let me show uh, you this. No, but let, okay, no, no, okay. no, no, real no, stuff. no, no. I'm saying okay, I understand. You know, what I'm saying it's the same thing like the yeah. white woman. They already know they're in power, so the same thing with black woman. She knows she can be exactly who she is, and nobody is gonna come against her. Where if you and this, it's basically for black man and black woman together. It's y'all against the world, and she knows she gotta hold it down if something happens to her man. And just being honest with it, she can't yeah. be weak. You know, yeah, it's almost she, like we don't she, get that luxury. She can't right. afford being weak. Okay, now, that makes sense. That makes sense. Well, well, 
I look at it. I I I can say a whole lot more to it, but I think a lot Don't has been it. said. So, <laughs> hey, with that being said, we're gonna hey we're gonna have to wrap up this Red Cup episode. That was an interesting episode, man. Very I'm interesting episode. Yo, uh, Red Cup family, we want to thank Jalan. Thank you. And then also yeah. Vian coming out. Gorgeous. Yo, this is Perfect. not Ocho Cinco. I'm gonna pass it to MVIN. Yes. I'm MVIN. And we're gonna These see black kings week. sitting in hey, front we'll of see, me. We'll, we'll see you next week. These Follow melanin us. kings. Melanin kings. <laughs> melanin <Hey>. kings. <laughs> Follow us on everything. Yeah. You can find us on Spotify, iTunes, The Beat House, uh, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Just YouTube. type in Red Cup Podcast. Send us your questions, inboxes, DM us, however you want to do it. But until then, we'll see you next time. Red Cup. Ow. Peace. We Peace. Out.